Bloody oath, this week is a good one. You're welcome. What was that? You're welcome. With Hillary Rushford. Say it again. You're welcome. In advance. Hello, love. Happy almost fall. I hope you've had a marvelous summer doing all of the summery things and you are super excited to be about to do all of the fall-ish things. I'm definitely in that in-between space myself. And today I want to chat about something that was on my mind a lot while I was traveling last month at the end of summer, which is judgment the very sexy, lovely, happy topic of judging others. So this is something that I started talking to Jeremy about, and then we noticed while we were traveling how much we were doing it, just passing a stranger or seeing something online. As a New Yorker, my favorite example of what I think judgment looks like is honking your car horn. So in our last apartment, we had this beautiful bay window on the second floor, and that's where my desk was when I worked from home. It was right at the window. And while it seemed like it was a relatively quiet neighborhood and cute little street, there was actually a larger street that waterfalled into our smaller one. So we got quite a lot of car traffic. And just as a New Yorker in general, I loathe honking as a longtime New Yorker. So people lay on their horns all the time for so long. Doesn't matter what time of morning it is, what time of night. And really, it's one person who is upset, who is saying, I'm going to bother a hundred other people on the street because this horn, which is going to do nothing, is going to make me feel better. So I don't care if it makes you all feel worse. I digress because what I'm really interested in is why they're honking. I think it's because they've made a judgment that someone is either being dumb or rude. The traffic is stopped up ahead and they can't see why. That's like always why they're honking. (laughs) They can't see what's really happening. They just know they're stopped. They're not moving and they're making a judgment that up ahead, past where they can see, someone is either parked in the street because they're dumb or stopped to have a conversation with someone walking by because they're rude. And the real reason is always super reasonable when you can actually see it which I could from my vantage point up in the window, a kid fell over on their bicycle and people stopped to wait for him to get up, but he was crying and the mom had no hands free because she had groceries. So it took a few minutes to like put the bags down and comfort the kid, get him up, get the bags, get the child out over the crosswalk. Or there's a moving truck, which it's New York City. People move. Where else is the truck going to grow except for the narrow street? And so it's slowed traffic because people have to kind of inch by to be able to get around it carefully. But if you were moving, you would be doing the same thing because it's just the only way to move. And it seems so silly when you're the one with the vantage point in the window further down the street to see that they've assumed the worst when it's actually just neutral. And if they were moving or had a kid on a bike, they would do the exact same thing. But in the moment, they are confident that they would not, that they would be able to handle life better than this person that they are judging for circumstances they can't see. I saw how much this came up for me when I was wedding planning, like how many people I had previously judged for doing something. And then you get into the situation and you're like, oh, okay, now I get it. Sorry. Sorry for judging you. Sorry about that. Um, Those women women on Say Yes to the Dress who tried on hundreds of dresses and couldn't figure out why they hadn't just found a dress. I thought, 
I'm a stylist, I'm confident in my body, I know my style, I'll be great at this. And then I was in tears, so frustrated after trying on hundreds of dresses that I couldn't just pick something, which is a podcast for another day. But to anyone who struggled choosing their wedding dress, I'm sorry for judging you. Now I get it. I have my own theories. I have my own insights of all the things that it brings up or all the things that it can bring up. And maybe it didn't for you, but it does for someone else. And if it did for you, I now empathize and I get it. Way uh, Jeremy and I would joke about how people would talk about not eating at their wedding. We'd be like, um, we are going to eat at our wedding, which yes, we did at both our elopement and our family wedding. And I have zero memory of the food either. Like total blur. It's just so far from the thing that mattered to us in the moment that it wouldn't have mattered if we hadn't eaten. I thought I will not miss my reception to take photos. I will be at my reception. I will have planned my day to make sure that I have taken those photos ahead of time so I can just be present with my guests and enjoy my wedding. Duh. So yeah, that was the plan until our planner wildly mismanaged the day. And despite adding in hours of spaciousness, We completely missed the cocktail hour because we hadn't taken a single photo with the bridal party before the ceremony. That's how behind we were. If you were a guest at our wedding, you might have been thinking, "Um, I would totally have done this seating better for conversation because our planner ordered eight tables instead of six. And so people were literally a wing span apart. So no one could talk to each other. It was ridiculous. And I had so much in my mind that I didn't think to stand up and say, "Um, could everyone just please pick up your chairs and your table settings and scoot closer? Because I'm all about conversation and I want you to be closer. So to anyone who did or didn't do something on their wedding day, I am sorry for judging you. Either it didn't matter to you Or it did, and it got messed up, but I do not know that I could or would do it better than you. I thought, you know, people are spending how much on a wedding planner? These weren't anyone I knew, but when I would reach out to certain wedding planners and they would tell me their rates, I was just like boggled. I was like, what? People are spending this much? Who are these people? And so I did not spend that much. I spent way less, and I hired people who, heartbreakingly, mismanaged the time on our day. So for anyone who spent a ton on a wedding planner or any specific area of their wedding, I'm sorry for judging you. I wish I had done what you did, which again is a podcast for another day. And I'm not saying everyone needs to spend more money on a wedding planner. But for me, that really was the greatest regret. I'm sure there are so many more things that I'm not thinking about. Honestly, because I realized along the way why they made sense. And now I don't even remember thinking they were ridiculous because I no longer think like that's silly or frivolous or not how I would do it or I would do it better. I had a friend say at some point about someone else's wedding, I am so over inconvenient weddings. And because I was planning a wedding at the time, I had so much less judgment for this couple, but I didn't know the couple, but she was frustrated because it was on a Friday and it was hard to get to. And I thought, Maybe they couldn't afford it on a weekend. Maybe this is where she's wanted to get married since she was a little girl. Maybe it's super convenient for their family, which is a top priority. Odds are, if you're friends with them, because you're not friends with weird, lame, selfish people, they didn't think, you know, everyone's going to be miserable doing this, but we're going to do it anyway because that's what we want. (laughs) And yet, in our weaker moments, and we all have weaker moments, those are the stories we come up with even about people that we love and care about and are close to, and especially about people that we don't know who are strangers or we see on the internet. When it's not the way that we would do it or it looks best to us, we feel like if only everyone in the world did things my way, we would all be happier, right? 
So a different friend recently posted on Instagram that she used to judge other moms for working while they fed their baby. She was like, can't you just be present with your child? And she's like, now I get it. I am present with him all day. But yes, I need to get some work done. And while he's in this chair and happy with food is the easiest time. So I am sorry for judging you. And to anyone, whatever your circumstance, baby or whatever, I acknowledge that we are just doing our best. (laughs) Since having a niece and nephew, I have so much more empathy for parents. I remember being in line for food one time at a restaurant holding my niece when she was little and I was singing to her. And the person ahead of me looked over their shoulder like, really? Like, excuse me, but you're bothering me with your singing. And I thought, dude, she can scream or I can sing. You are welcome. (laughs) Singing is the only thing that would quiet her. And I wasn't singing louder than I needed to, but I promise my voice was better in your ear than her little screams. Um, There's an example. I can't remember where I heard this. It's been driving me crazy. Um, I'm sure someone will tell me on an Instagram comment. I feel like it's in a famous book that I just read or something. But there was someone on a subway watching a dad just run, let his kids run crazy here in New York City. And I'm not sure if the person actually said something to him judging him or something making it clear that he should do something his kids should be better behaved and he said yeah I probably should we just came from the hospital and their mom just died so I I don't think any of us know what to do like ugh (laughs) I mean I mentioned on a past podcast that sometimes I will imagine someone is going through something horrible because it helps me choose empathy over judgment They just got horrible news this morning. They're going through a breakup. They just got let go. And that's why they're being so horrible to that customer service person or what have you. That's one tool that I use to try to shift my mindset when someone is having bad or odd behavior is like, well, maybe they're going through X, Y, or Z. But I think when our judgment of one another is far more insidious is when we're doing happy or normal things. We're not being rude or ridiculous. We're just living our daily life. And we see someone doing that and we think, I wouldn't let my child do that. I wouldn't post that if I had gone through a miscarriage. I would not do that if I was planning a wedding. I wouldn't spend money on that. I wouldn't buy something that cheap. I wouldn't spend that money on private school. I would not homeschool my kids. Why do they have to post something political? Why do they post so many selfies? Why would she quit her job? Why is he dating her? Why doesn't she just break up with him? Why are they having another baby? And the energy is, I'm better. I'm smarter. I'm wiser. I'm more right. I would make better decisions if I was in your shoes. And if we're genuinely just noticing, like, oh my gosh, I don't know how my friends Jess and Jenny homeschool. I could never do it. (laughs) I'm not judging. I'm noticing that they have a different calling and gifting. I'm using it to learn or notice something about myself. I'm not thinking they are bad for being different or my choice would be any better. And also, watch me in 10 years be homeschooling because Jess wasn't sure she wanted to have kids and Jenny never saw herself as a homeschooler. So five or 10 years ago, those women would have thought what I'm thinking now. So what I personally am working on for myself is to try and remember Number one, I don't know what I do until I'm in your shoes. When I'm planning a wedding, starting a business, having a baby, in an abusive relationship, then I can see what I would do. 
Until then, I honestly have no idea. I think I do, but I'm not in it yet. And you have to be in it to see that it is 10 times more complicated than something looks on the outside. Or that being in it changes me and now I would do something different than I thought. I don't know what I do until I'm in your shoes, so I can't judge what you're doing in them. Number two, you probably have a really good reason. There are things I haven't thought about. Fears, frustrations, roadblocks, ceilings that if we sat down for an hour to talk through the scenario, I would go, ah, I didn't realize that. Mm, Okay, that makes sense. Wow, yeah, I hadn't thought about that. You probably have a really good reason you're making the choices or experiencing the challenges that you are. And number three, you're doing your best. We can't do all the things. You can't. Neither can I. And if I see something you're not doing great or best at, it's because you're focusing on some other area. You're doing great for you, for where you were a year ago, for the tools you have at your disposal, for the amount of therapy that you've had. Whatever I see on the outside, on your inside, with your story, you're doing your best. It's that quote we all love, be kind for everyone is fighting a hard battle. That hard battle may be against their fears, their insecurities, their past stories, someone else in their life, their finances. There are a myriad of things that all pile up to be things that we overcome and navigate through in making our decisions. So those three things, again, are number one, I don't know what I would do in your shoes. It's being humble. Number two, you probably have a really good reason. It's honoring the story that you don't know. And number three, you're doing your best. It's hope that they've grown and are growing. It's having humility, honoring others, and having hope. And I am by no means teaching from a place of having achieved this, but believing that if just this podcast tribe joins me in turning down the dial even 10% on our judgment of one another, pausing before we react, noticing when we do, shifting our thoughts, we'll be headed down the right path of more grace for and belief in one another. And I want you specifically, you listening right now, to know that whatever you're going through, I don't know what I would do in your shoes. I know there is so much to your story, your personality, your heart, your fears, your dreams that I will never know. That is why you are making the choices you are making. And whatever choice you're making or challenge you're working through, I believe you have really good reasons. I believe that you are being smart, wise, heartfelt, savvy, creative. And I believe you're doing your best. Even on your messiest days, in your weakest moments, when you are not showing up the way you want, when you're not sure what the answer is going to be, you're doing the best you can in that moment with what you have, with where you're at. And I celebrate and respect you for that. So if this chat has inspired or challenged or made you think, I would be so honored if you would text it to a friend or share it in IG stories or in a Facebook group so that we have even more beautiful people in this tribe when I see you back here next Wednesday. Oh, wait. 
One more thing. Don't miss this. Before you go, love. P.S. Something I'm loving lately is IGTV. Do you guys watch IGTV? I really had not watched a lot of IGTVs until as of late. I had hardly done any IGTVs. And then right before we left for France last month, I got inspired with some ideas. And while I was away, I got more inspired. And then I came back more inspired. So I want to let you know, if you head over to my Instagram profile, right above my photos, there's three buttons. And the middle one is a little TV icon. If you are a fellow entrepreneur, there's a multi-part series there on growing your Instagram for business. Whether you have not taken any of my courses or whether you have taken my courses, there are videos for both of you. And the most popular videos are a multi-part series on how to discover your personal style and organize your closet and pack for travel. And again, if you learn something from those videos, please share or tag friends in the comments and leave me a comment on my latest Instagram post, whatever it is when you hear this, with future topics that you'd love to see covered, questions you'd like answered with on style, business, travel, life, and I'll do my best to cover them either in a podcast episode or an IGTV. So I will see you over on Instagram today with grace and gumption. Till next Wednesday.